Go on then. What are we watching? Oh, what about... Uh... In the... Uh, with Sky Stream. The new way to get Sky without a dish. Stream unmissable Sky exclusives like True Detective and Netflix shows like The Gentleman all in one place. For just €25 a month for 12 months. Search Sky Stream today. New customers only. 12-month minimum term requires broadband. Further terms apply. Are you feeling lucky this St. Patrick's Day? Easy Living Furniture has a pot of gold waiting for you with absolutely everything reduced across sofa, dining, bedroom, mattress and accessories. Get the three-seater dark grey Harper sofa for only 459 Donut 240-centimetre dining table for only 289 and much more. Don't miss out on these lucky savings at Easy Living Furniture. Find your local store online at easylivingfurniture.ie if you like the Indo Daily, you can follow us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today on the Indo Daily, the Garrett Brooks rodeo ride to Ireland. Well, the thunder rolled, the lightning struck, and the nation's love for the country superstar is more shameless than ever. Bigger than you two, bigger than Springsteen, bigger than the Pope, Garrett Brooks sold out an unprecedented five nights at Croke Park. Yet he was left standing outside the fire eight years ago as the concerts couldn't get a permit and it looked like tomorrow would indeed never come. And if the Prime Minister himself wants to talk to me, I will crawl, swim, I will fly over there this weekend, sit in front of him, I will drop on my knees and beg for those 400,000 people to just have fun and let him come see. Now, after many answered prayers, a stunning 400,000 Irish fans have experienced the dance. He's got friends in low places, high places, and his fan base spans rural, urban, and across the generations as his relationship with Ireland stands out. They think he's Elvis. They see him as an Elvis character, and it's an event. I'm Fiannan Sheen, and today on the Indo Daily, I'm joined by the honorary chairman of the American Honky Tonk Bar Association, Eddie Rowley, showbiz editor with the Sunday World, to examine Garrett Brooks' hold on Ireland. Eddie, a once-in-a-lifetime historic event that drew the nation together to hail an iconic figure who has been part of our lives for generations. Enough about the Queen. Tell us all about Garrett Brooks. You said it to yourself the other day. He came, he saw, he cried, he conquered. He really has lived up to expectations. Oh, he has. And he was actually worried that Ireland and the fans here wouldn't lift up to the expectations that he had coming over here. That was his big concern. But... A few minutes into the show, he was he was crying. Uh, he just felt the love straight away from the Irish audience. Uh, there was pent up concern over the five gigs in 2014 that didn't happen. As he said, when that didn't happen, it was like a death in the family. And the other night, uh, he let out a, a piercing scream and he beat his chest. And I think he was exorcising. Uh, the demons from from 2014 and the hurt he felt and genuine hurt. He was genuinely devastated in 2014. I'm not here because of 2014. I'm here because of 1997 and 1998 in King Solomon Belfast and the point in the early 90s. That's why I'm here. Yeah, that, that's a debt rather than a debt to EBT in the family from all, all the last all the last income. He doesn't have a debt in, in his family. <laughs> what about 
the performances and and the production value have you been have you been wowed because you you obviously witnessed the the previous uh concerts going back to the to the 90s mm-hmm. i have been wowed um he is he's well first of all he's lost 50 pounds he's he's in top shape and the the, the stage runs almost to cent- the center of the of the pitch in croke park and he's running up and down that uh now a few times he got on his knees and he was panting <laughs> but uh, uh He's certainly not a GA player <laughs> at 60, but uh, he, he's in top shape. The sound and lighting is state of the art, but it's not over the top. And there are no pyrotechnics, no bells and whistles. He simply came on. There was a countdown clock. Alexa, play guard live in Ireland. They went from whatever, 10 to, to, to 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And, and in that moment, people were, the, the excitement was building and building and building. And then when he, when he arrived on stage, obviously, the p- people just let, let out all that excitement. He immediately felt that the, the energy that that man gives off is incredible. That's, that's his big thing. Um, I think, you know, if we held on to him for the winter, um, he might actually power Ireland. Uh, we mightn't actually have uh, a, a fallout, a blackout. Plug, plug him into the plug, plug him, him in. into the into yeah. the grid, because he has traditionally been known for a lot of bucklepping around the stage. He used to have a, a a kind of a triangular structure in the middle of the stage that he'd jump up and down uh, off to propel himself higher in the air. There was smashing of guitars and so on. So it it's slightly more muted now but yet still at the same time very passionate yeah yeah absolutely as I said those bells and whistles and and, and those uh, antics are not in this show Um, yeah he used to to, I think the, the the reason that he captured our attention early on was uh, at the very start was because there was this promo showing him uh, running, jumping, catching a rope and, and flying across the stage and then during the show, smashing guitars in rock and roll style. And that's the thing about Garth Brooks. This is a rock and roll show. It's not a country uh, show. Yeah. Is this the argument about Garrett Brooks? He's not really a country star. There's a lot of rock. There's a lot of pop in there as well. He, he's not what one would, what the purists would regard as as, as country. No, he's certainly not. I mean, the, the songs are, are, are country. They have those down-home kind of uh, elements to the songs. But uh, as a performer, uh, he's, he's certainly rock and roll. I mean, he, he's been influenced by the band Kiss. He's been influenced by Queen and Freddie Mercury. Uh, you know, certainly they're not certainly you wouldn't associate those guys with, with country. So he, he has that showmanship, that rock and roll showmanship and that larger than life. Uh, and it's, it's 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 the man as a human being who brings that energy to the stage rather than all the powerful techno things going on around him. And the set list has been kind of a, a, a mix of the the. the traditional ballads that we know from from the 90s and a bit more modern stuff as well. Mainly, he's brought the hits, as he said. Brought the hits and all the favourites. He said, uh, you know, I, 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 I don't like guys who come on stage and perform the new stuff and don't give the fans all the jukebox hits they're here to, to hear. So he brings that to, to, to this show. And he's, wow, he's got an arsenal of, of those hits. He could play for uh, three hours. He does a two-hour show, but he could play for three hours. And, you know, you will not leave going... I, I wish he'd done that song. He's, he does them all.
You were talking to uh, an Irish member of the backup band who was saying that Garrett Brooks feels that everybody has to go home from the show happy. Yeah, Garrett, Garrett uh, wants his band to give it 110%. Um, if he feels that, you know, even one person in the audience goes home disappointed, it'll kill him. He's he's all about his, his audience. And that was the thing about 2014, and we won't re- rehash all of that. But the reason he didn't do the, the five concerts is because there was two of them didn't get a license and he was saying well what what about the 160 people who have their tickets and they're not allowed to come to the show I can't do that unless you know all uh, five concerts go ahead and if the prime minister himself wants to talk to me I will crawl swim I will fly over there this weekend sit in front of him I will drop on my knees and beg for those 400,000 people to just have fun and let him come see. Because he, he he just doesn't want to disappoint people and he keeps his ticket price at a fairly reasonable rate. It's not reasonable, but it's fairly reasonable compared to the other artists. So he, he's all about his fans, looking after them, making sure they're happy. So we've basically had about one in, almost one in 10 of the population going to see uh, Garrett Brooks' ph- phenomenal figures. Who are they? Where are they from? They're all over Ireland. Um, Huge number from Dublin. None of them country music fans. <laughs> uh, lots of uh, lots of girls, uh, lots of young women who, some of them probably weren't even born the last time. 20, he was here 25 years ago was the last time he'd been here prior to, prior to these concerts. Uh, and some of those young women were probably five or six at, at the time. A lot of them are from Dublin and they're not interested in country music. They don't go to the country music concerts in Dublin. They go to see this guy because they think he's Elvis. And, you, you know, he's an Elvis character. They see him as an Elvis character. Uh, and um, it's an event. Uh, you know, we, it's, it's this huge, uh, big myth around the man, you know, that, that, that that's, that's been built up for all those years. Uh, this superstar, this incredible performer. Uh, they want to go and see this guy. Uh, uh, and he lives up to the myth as well. So it's been an event that people feel that they they can't miss. Exactly, exactly. Was he lucky in that the tickets, when they went on sale, we hadn't quite hit the cost of living crisis that we're we're experiencing now at the moment? Yeah, he probably was, yeah. That that certainly would have been a factor, you know. uh, There's a few problems. There's a problem with uh, the price of hotels. Uh, Some people, I I believe, were, were trying to resell their tickets because they couldn't get accommodation in Dublin. But now they're delighted that, <laughs> that they held on to them because, uh, um, you know, it is, as you say, the event to go to. And everyone wants to say that they were, they were at Garth Brooks in, in 2022, uh, these phenomenal series of, of shows. What about other European countries? Is, is he as big <laughs> elsewhere <laughs> across, across the continent or is is this a, a kind of a, an Irish European phenomenon? No, it's it's definitely Irish. Yeah, I mean, he would have fans. There are you know country fans in in various in various European countries and in the UK, and a lot of those have probably come to Dublin to see him. I know that uh, in twenty uh, the last time in twenty fourteen, uh, about seventy thousand, I believe, of the tickets sold were from outside Ireland. So people were coming in. It was easier to get. It was cheaper flights then, and easier to get accommodation, and there was a lot more money around then. Um, so they were coming from abroad. Uh, so there are a lot of, a lot of people are coming in, but. Outside of America, um, Ireland per capita is his biggest uh, market. And he, his mother, Colleen Carroll, 
was obviously from an Irish-American background, but he didn't necessarily have massive Irish links growing up. So what's with the love affair with Ireland? Gart knew nothing about Ireland. He, he never had any uh, intention. It, you know, it wasn't part of his ambition to come and perform here. It was um, an, an Irish promoter, Jim Aiken, of, uh, who, who unfortunately died in 2007. Jim created Aiken Promotions, now run by his son, Peter. And Jim was a great promoter. He, he uh, set the template for the, the concert circuit that we have now uh, here in Ireland. And he knew in the, in the early 90s when Gart arrived on the scene that this guy would definitely work in Ireland. Uh, there was the songs. It's all, it's all about the songs at the end of the day. And, and he just knew that Irish people would really tap into these songs. And then uh, the character that is Garth Brooks. I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a superstar performer, but he's an everyman as well. And so he, he has, you know, he has it all. He's, he's, he's the farming neighbor next door, you know, and, and, and the superstar playing Crow Park. So Jim was trying to get him to come and he was going through the official channels and couldn't get through. So he doorstepped him. He, he got on a plane. He went to America. He went... Gart was doing concerts somewhere in the middle of nowhere in America and um, Jim tapped him on the shoulder as he was just about to walk on stage and said I'm Jim Aiken from from Ireland Uh, I I want to bring you over I'm a promoter promoter." and so Gart said you know I I interviewed Gart about this and he said I looked at the guy and he said talk to you after the show I have a show to do and he said when I talked to him after the show I saw a guy who was speaking to me with his heart but the the figures just weren't working uh, in my head it just didn't seem it was feasible. But he said, very persuasive, and he brought him over. And it was done, Peter, uh, Jim said later on, the deal was done on the shake of a hand. And to this day, uh, Peter Aiken's deal with Garth Brooks is still done on the shake of a hand. So there's a few lawyers in the background of us are circling properly as well and, and, and accountants too. No, but you know... But uh, the, the, his word is his bond, basically. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and after the debacle of 2014, Gart never sued anyone. He probably lost millions because he had done all the pre-production and, and you know, his technicians were in and out of here all the time. He never sued Peter. He never sued uh, the, the city council. He didn't sue anyone. Uh, he just dropped it. Yeah, there's an element as well of... of you know, fate, I suppose, about this series of concerts. The, the great Tom T. Hall, of course, had a song, That's How I Got to Memphis, which is about wherever you get to in life. And you reckon that that disappointment of 2014 has has made this event even an even bigger thing for both the fans and the artists? Well, certainly for him, um, you know, he, 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 he was he was he was he was such a relief for him to come and first of all see it happen, and then see the reactions, see all five concerts selling out and the people coming. You know, he he, he on 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 Friday, I, I on the Friday that I saw him on the opening night that I saw him, he said, uh, "You came back," <laughs> and uh, it was such a relief for him uh, because. You know, you, you just never know when you put tickets on sale uh, how they're going to go. He certainly never expected to sell five concerts. Um, and so it has lived up to his expectations and it's certainly lived up to the expectations of fans because, uh, to, as uh, you know, towards the end of the shows, people have been um, uh, screaming for tickets. They want, people, everyone wants to go now. We had tickets from last time. We're just waiting this time around. Good night out. Good friends. I'm so excited because I feel like Garth Brooks will never be here again. So it's like a once in a lifetime opportunity, isn't it? Dear, I hope you're feeling fine. And it won't be long until I'm with you all the time. But until then, I'll spend my money. I'm right out of my last time. Oh. How has 
his five concerts changed the face of of live music and performances in Ireland into the future. Is everybody going to have to do multiple sellouts of 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 Croke Park or put on a show because that's now what where the bar is set and, and people are going to expect this? No, I think Gart is 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 one of a kind. I mean, nobody nobody can do what Gart can do. Ed Sheeran. Probably to a degree, one man with a guitar and, and a loop pedal uh, can can play uh, Croke Park, but uh, nobody can do what Gart does. And I don't think any other artist, uh, no, nobody's ever sold out five concerts in Croke Park. I don't see any other artist who could do it. I don't think even you two uh, could could do it if 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 they tried, at the, particularly at this stage of their career. So. Um, you know, all the shows, all those international shows, they all they all are top notch anyway. But Gart has that extra special uh, element to him. And I think it's just the man himself. There was a, a, a famous a video, I suppose, back in those days, in the mid 90s, made about his, his performance um, in, in, in Croke Park uh, back in, in 97. This time around, there's a, there's a Netflix documentary. There is, yeah. He recorded Croke Park um, and back in those days with, with helicopters flying around filming. And now there are, are, uh, are new technology. You don't even see it happening, but it is being filmed. Uh, and his, his, his tour of Ireland, which he's on tour, he's been on tour in Ireland during his stay. Um, his tour in Ireland is being filmed. Uh, he is doing a Netflix documentary on Ireland which will be fantastic. Uh, Fodge Ireland should be should be uh, clapping him on the back and rolling out the red carpet because it's going to be shown all over America. And he said, whatever, what he gets here from, 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 from the Irish people is the, the feedback um, at the concerts. We engage, we are great singers, we are warm people. I don't think he gets that anywhere else in the world. And he said, I just want to show off you guys. You guys look great on camera. You, you sing on, on pitch. Uh, uh, it's just, everything is just, I, I, I want other people in America to see what I see and what I experience here. What about another comeback tour? When when next do you think the cycle will go around again and we will we will see Garrett Brooks coming back here? Well, um, he has said this is the last stadium tour he will do, and Croke Park was supposed to kick off. They, he's been touring America for years now. Uh, he he does uh, Croke Park every night, <laughs> almost in back in America. So he's not doing Ireland for the money, um, but he has said that. Uh, this is the last stadium tour he will he will ever do, and it's going to finish in Ireland. There are rumours, of course, that he'll come back and play at Tolman Park because he was popping up down <laughs> down there the other day or uh, down that negative woods. So so we'll see. But no, this for him is is the end of stadium tour because you know his he said my band my crew. They need to have a bit of a life as well. They've been on the road for three years with this. Okay, you know, so so this difficult is the, three years as well, interrupted by you know with with COVID and yeah, so on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, so he's been doing about ten of these Croke Parks every year, 10, 12, 13 in in America. Uh, so you don't think it's like Elton John, the final farewell well, <laughs> ever tour, and then he's back two years later? Well, maybe on maybe he he, he probably will come back, but he will, probably won't come back on a stadium tour. 
Will he come back on, on a smaller level? Yeah, you so know. he's not going to be like the Rolling Stones popping up every every three or four years. No, you don't but think. however, uh, he, he's, he's felt the love. <laughs> it's a drug for to these guys. So who knows? If I'd only know how the king would fall in Houston. I'm glad I didn't know the way it Is there any knock-on wider benefit do you think to the the country scene in, in Ireland uh, for this? Garbrooks is almost associated with, with a particular period in, in, in Irish history. The, the economy was on the rise. Jack Charlton and the football team were doing well. Of course, US 94, line dancing was coming out. So there was a, a bit of a resurgence in interest. Is this going to spark any knock-on effects, do you think, for the Irish industry? I think it will, um, and, and you're right. It, it did lift the, the country music scene in Ireland back back in the 90s, and a, a, a lot of the people who are big stars in Ireland today. Uh, there's a guy here called Robert Mazelv, and he's originally from America, and he achieved the American dream in Ireland. He's a country star here. And it was Garth Brooks who inspired him when he came here. Uh, got, uh, he was Robert was working on construction at the time here in Ireland. So uh, the country music scene in Ireland does need a lift. And this is probably the lift it needs. It needs a lift after COVID because it's struggling to get back to where it was uh, because it's quite an older generation who, who who go to the, it's mainly dancing during the week. And it's quite an older generation and they have been slow to come back. So it, it is struggling and this is probably the lift it needs. And future, you see big US acts continue to come to Ireland as a result of this as well? Yeah, no, absolutely. They're, but they, they don't, I, I don't know what it is, They uh, why they don't connect in the same way as Gart. Um, Brad Paisley was here earlier in the year. He's a superstar in America, fantastic singer, great guitarist, very engaging guy. Uh, didn't sell, didn't sell the three arena. There's a guy now called Luke Combs who's coming back, who's coming next year. He's been uh, touted as the new Garth Brooks. So we see what he does. He could possibly uh, do some big stuff here as well. But uh, nobody else is able to kind of rise to the level of Garth. And is that a is that a nostalgia thing or is it just that that the, the whole package that he brings of the, the ballads and the manner in which you can you can sing along with the songs? Is it just he's kind of unique? He is unique. Uh, the one thing about Garth is he knows how to pick good songs. He co-writes and he picks good songs and he, he drops in other songs like you know, Billy Joel's Piano Man and um, Don McLean's American Pie are all part of this 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 show. Uh, he, he knows how to please, but he knows that at the end of the day, the, the song is king. And my thanks to Eddie Rowley for joining me today. I'm Fiona Sheen and today's episode of the Indo Daily was produced by Garrett Mulhall, researched by Tabitha Monaghan, with sound by John Smith. Archive clips from RTE News, Garrett Brooks and Independent.ie. If you enjoy the Indo Daily, don't forget to like, follow and leave us a review. 